Welcome to the No Fear Podcast of First Presbyterian Church. My name is Bob Fuller, Senior Pastor of First Presbyterian Church in San Antonio, Texas, with your No Fear Word of the Day. Welcome to the No Fear Podcast. My name is Bob Fuller, and it's great to be with you again. Today, we are coming to you in the fourth week of this COVID-19 coronavirus crisis. And it's not only the fourth week of this crisis, it's also Holy Week. It's a week that we come together to celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We're here to celebrate this week His glory, our salvation, His suffering, and our renewal, all of those great things that come together during this Holy Week. We we started off yesterday with Palm Sunday. We moved through to Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and then, of course, to Easter Sunday. Of course, we are in a strange place right now. All of us are scattered around the city of San Antonio. We are, we are separated, and yet we're still together. And so it's great to be together in worship. It's great to be together in the just dozens of Zoom meetings we have every week. And it's great to be together here in this podcast. So thank you for being with us. I hope you're also taking advantage of some of the other podcasts that are being broadcast right now by First Presbyterian Church. There is the Song and Scripture podcast that our own Mitchell Moore and Callan Brown are producing. It's released on every Monday and Friday. And we also have a new program adding uh, that we're adding to our lineup. Our Minister of Music, Tom Dooling, is doing a podcast called Music at First. He's coupling great recordings of our very impressive choir and organist, and he is adding to those some background context and history about all the pieces that go into the making of a great piece of music. And so we're just thrilled to have that coming together as we uh, as we move forward. That's going to continue uh, uh, even beyond just Holy Week. So today, we have a very special opportunity with a very special guest. Today on the No Fear Podcast, we are welcoming my own wife, Morgan Fuller. Now, there are a couple of reasons why she is in the studio with me today. And, and by the studio, I mean our playroom. Um, but she's with us here today for two reasons. Number one, because I wanted to do a live in-studio interview. And with social distancing, she is the only one who was allowed to come into the house other than my son, Bo. And we may be hearing from him later. But also, I wanted her to be a part of this podcast because, truly, if you're talking about somebody who knows how to encourage people, who knows how to make people feel better in difficult situations, if you want to know somebody who has authentic courage in her own right, then you need to meet my wife, Morgan, because she is truly one of the most courageous people that I know. And so, Morgan, glad you're here. Glad Thank you. It's great to have you here. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're involved in at the church, how people might know you, how they would have seen you, and and what you're doing at First Pres. Uh, mainly to keep busy at First Pres. I um, love my Sunday school class, our foundations class. I attend the Tuesday morning Women's Fellowship Bible Study. 
which has been great. I've finally been able to attend the Pastor's Bible Study Wednesday night edition, now that my son has um, Bible study himself at the church on Wednesday night. She's been avoiding that for years, and now she's got no excuse. I had excuses before. Um, I'm also helping in the library, which is a real treat for me because um, in my former life, before we moved here, I was a librarian. And so it's fun to be able to use those skills um, to help those in the church and to the glory of God. And it's been a real treat meeting the people um, who work in the library. So it's been fun. Yeah, a lot of churches don't have that kind of resource. And the great thing about uh, about First Presbyterian Church is we have an incredible library resource. Um, we have had wonderful volunteers, a great team that has attended to that uh, to that uh, to that resource for years to the library itself. And Morgan, with her with her professional training in that, she has a lot of skill and a lot of passion that she brings to that. One of the reasons I wanted Morgan to come on to the podcast today is because as a pastor's wife, she feels she feels pressure, she feels challenges, and she has had to do some pretty courageous things in her life that are that are not the typical thing that a lot of people do, and yet they resonate with a lot of the challenges that that everybody faces. Um, Morgan, what what's it been like being a pastor's wife? But more importantly, I want you to go back. Let's go back to that that i guess last semester in seminary when we were when we were trying to to figure out where god was calling us and we weren't sure which church we were going to serve where we were going to end up say a few words about about just turning yourself over to the lord and and trusting him to lead us well it's um it's been an interesting journey it's been an an enjoyable journey it's been a a, a really um it's been a treat Particularly with you. And I'll tell you what what I think I realized early on is, in fact, we were just watching a television show and one of the questions was, so what would you like to be when you grow up? And I think we can say that when we're younger and answer that question in a very general term thinking, well, of course, I can plan my life. I know exactly what's going to happen in the course of my life. And um, as we get older, and as I've gotten older, I've realized that that's really just not the case. And because you chose to go into the ministry instead of going to law school and becoming a lawyer, where we would have been probably more settled, um, what I've realized is it is truly in God's hands. And we've been faithful and we've been prayerful. And um, it's been a real pleasure. It's been a real journey, but it's it's been grace-filled. And I've appreciated the opportunities that we've had and the, and the challenges that we've faced because we've been able to do it together. And we've been able to do it um, knowing that God is with us, knowing that he supports us. And as long as we look to him, he will take care of us. You know, one of the earliest challenges we had to face was coming out of seminary. Um, of course, when I was interviewing with churches as we were trying to discern where God was calling us, uh, we really thought that there was one church in a particular city where we were headed, and that's not the way things played out. But, but you know, I had this feeling, I had this this strong sense, um, and I wasn't sure if it was something you felt too. But but you were the one who really had to had to trust in the Lord and, and trust in my discernment. Can you can you tell uh, tell our listeners that story? Well, during the interview process, after having spoken with several churches and turning down a few. Um, we really felt confident that a particular church in a particular city 
was where we were called to go. The fit seemed right. The pastor seemed right. The ministry seemed right. Um, and we were pretty confident that that's where we would end up. Um, but as it turns out, God had other plans. Um, that church did not come calling, but another in the same city did. And even though it was a surprise to us, it was a true blessing because God's plan was actually the right plan. And it turns out that the church that we ended up in was so much better for your ministry um, and for our relationship and for our first church. It just, it was a real blessing. And we were, um, I'm glad we trusted in the Lord to help us make that decision. So that was the beginning of our ministry. We came to San Antonio three and a half years ago. Um, how was that similar? How was it different? What What is it like to put your trust in the Lord this time? And when we moved, when we went to that first church, we didn't have kids. We'd never owned a home. We were, we were pretty well on our own. But moving to San Antonio, we had children. We, you, know, you had to leave a career. We were starting over in a new church. What was that like? Well, it was scary. I mean, obviously, but it was, um, I think we'd gotten a lot better at trusting the Lord and trusting one another. Um, I remember having a lot, a lot of conversations. I think our children were a little curious because we walked the dog a lot more than we used to. And that was our opportunity to go outside, be together, and really discuss and really discern um, what God was calling us to. Um, I think we'd had opportunities before to um, maybe move, but this one seemed right. And um, it was scary, but it was right. What were the scariest parts of, of this decision on your side of the equation? Well, having children, having children seventh grade and 11th grade. And so that was probably the hardest part. So this podcast was, was started by me to just give people a a lifeline of encouragement during this COVID-19 coronavirus uh, pandemic crisis while we're all at home, give people a word of encouragement since we can't meet together. And so I, I really want to just ask a couple of questions related to that. Of course, this is the first pandemic that you and I have endured as husband and wife. Um, let me ask you this. What is the most unusual thing that you have done uh, during this pandemic crisis? Well, I've cooked. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that I don't enjoy cooking, love good food, love good food prepared by others, um, but I'm not a great cook. And so this is really... She's really, she's really underselling herself. <laughs> well, it's, it's been good. I've tried to be a good steward of our um, refrigerator, our freezer, our wallets, and tried to provide healthy meals, um, timely meals. For the family, and that's just not something I'm used to. So I think that's the most unusual thing I've done. Tell tell them what your mom said when oh. you sent your dad a uh, a birthday present here recently. So my birthday, my father's birthday, is next week, and I decided that I would like to send him some fudge. So of course I got online. I tried to order fudge from a nice um, confectioner, and no one was really shipping what I wanted. And so I thought, well, I'm I'm home and I'm experimenting. Um, I tried to make bread. It didn't work. I tried to make empanadas. They didn't work. But I thought, I'm going to try to make fudge and send it to my father for his birthday. So I got the ingredients and I worked in the kitchen, made some fudge, um, shipped it off, and he received it Saturday. And my parents called and said, well, we loved 
The fudge, where did you get it? They'd assumed I'd picked it up at some shop somewhere. Um, and when I told them I made it myself, I think my mother fell out. Yeah, I think the exact phrase was, you made it? Yeah, that was the exact phrase, yes. <laughs> Which I love. Um, so let me ask, do you have any great stories of courage or of service that you've heard during during this COVID-19 crisis? Just some, some great act of generosity that you want to share with us. Well, yes. I mean, there's stories of courage and generosity every day. Um, but a personal one happened on our own block not too long ago. Our neighbors came to the front door, uh, um, our neighbor Celeste and her daughter, and the daughter's bike had just been stolen right off their side porch, um, not 15 minutes after she'd set it there. And so she came to see, actually, if we had recording on our ring camera, on our front doorbell camera, of any perpetrators, to which we didn't. So I felt really bad. Um, but remembering that we'd moved here three years ago, we brought a bicycle belonging to Bo, and that he'd long outgrown it. Um, I asked Bo his permission, and we offered her his old bicycle. And so we really are appreciative um, of our son and his graciousness um, during this time that he's able to share with others. That's awesome. What a, what a great opportunity to share the gifts that we've been given. Oh, I think everyone else is really stepping up. We went on a bicycle ride um, just yesterday. And so it was a real treat seeing so many neighbors out with their kids and obviously sharing, you know, practicing social distancing, but so many people out and about, and you never saw that before, mm. not to this extent. Right, right. And it's been a real treat um, seeing neighbors, checking on neighbors, um, phone calls, door knocks, and really expressing um, help and encouragement during this time. Yeah, what a wonderful gift. Um, God's doing a lot in terms of transformation of our of our community, of our relationships, all of those sorts of things. Well, this is the No Fear podcast, and each each session we try to address one of the 365 uh, passages in Scripture that encourage us to have no fear. They either, you know, there are 360 different times in the Bible where where God or His prophets or or uh, or one of the apostles says in one way or another. Fear not, be not afraid, have courage, something like that. And so I have asked Morgan if she would share one of those passages with us today and, and maybe just reflect on it for a couple of minutes. Um, so, Morgan, what is your your no-fear word of the day? Well, my no-fear word of the day, I was really thrilled um, when you said 365 times incidents of no fear, do not be afraid in the Bible. Our Tuesday morning women's Bible study finished Priscilla Shirer's Gideon, your weakness, God's strength. And I remembered from that study, um, I didn't know much about Gideon before. Gideon is one of the judges. He shows up in Judges chapters six through eight. And in that short three chapters, um, an angel of the Lord comes to Gideon. And after Gideon doubts, because the angel says, mighty warrior, mighty hero, um, Gideon puts him to the test, not believing it was God's true angel. Um, but when the angel proves himself to Gideon, he comes back and then realizes this is the Lord. And so the angel has to say to Gideon, do not be afraid. You will not die. 
And it just reminds me of so many incidences in the Bible in which God comes to those who are weak. God comes to those who seem lesser, who seem um, not up to the task. And he gives them a great charge, a great task, and yet has to say, do not be afraid. Because why? God is with us. God is with them. And we realize that that is true for us. God is with us. God comes to us and says, I have a task for you. Do not be afraid. And I think we should all take that to heart um, because that's our charge. You know, go forth into the world and um, make disciples of all nations in the ways that we are capable, in the ways that we are um, asked to do that. And we are asked to go without fear. We're asked to go in the grace and mercy and strength of the Lord and need to trust in that and not be afraid. Has there been an incident? Um when you really felt like God was giving you a job and you did not feel up to it and you just felt like, I need some extra help. I need a boost. I need a, an extra shot of courage here. This podcast. You know, <laughs> as a teacher, I'm used to things being outlined and scripted. I'm not used to um, answering questions on the fly um, in an interview type situation. So I think this is a little uncomfortable, but I do want to share um, just some of the lessons I've learned. I really was encouraged and excited when you started your No Fear podcast, and particularly as it related to Gideon. I really was fascinated by this study. And I think most of all, because, you know, Gideon was not in a social distancing type situation. Um, He was in hiding. The Israelites were hiding from the Midianites who would come down at like Hair the Horrible and invade them um, periodically. And so they couldn't do anything in the open for fear of the Midianites. In fact, the angel of the Lord waited for him in the winepress where he was doing his threshing of wheat, which is supposed to be done out in the open mm. to take advantage right. of the wind, to take advantage of that separation. And, and he was not able to do that. And when the angel of the Lord came to him, he was in hiding. He was in seclusion. He was distancing himself. Um, But the angel of the Lord recognized him as worthy, recognized him as someone who could fulfill God's mission, but with God's strength, Mm. with God's support. And I just, again, I just think that, that God comes to us and expects us to do what he needs us to do, but he gives us the strength. He gives us the courage. Um, and I think that makes all the difference. So how you, you have been a, an elementary school librarian, how would you explain that lesson to a first or second grader? What's the, what's the takeaway for a first or second grader? I would really relate it back to love. Mm. Let them know that, that God is the God of love. He's the God of, of tenderness and gentleness and support. And we have that love from God that we don't need to be afraid because we have that. Um, he's shoring us up. He's encouraging us to move forward and do those things that we're completely capable of, but not fully confident of. Mm, excellent point. So, and maybe it's a similar point. What is the takeaway for grownups? Right, especially right now as we're dealing with this pandemic. Oh, and I think... That's the takeaway is the same. I think the takeaway is we are all in a position of weakness. We are all in a position of hiding where we can't do our threshing. 
out in the open right now. And so we need mm. to really rely on God, rely on his strength and his support and his providence because our future is secure, but unknown. Mm. You know, it's the things- Secure, but unknown. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, and the things we've talked about in the recent podcasts and in the recent sermons, those things seen and unseen. Mm. That's excellent. That's excellent. Well, Morgan, thank you so much, not only for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you for sharing it with me, with Bo, with your friends, with your circle, uh, with just our First Presbyterian community every day. And thank you for overcoming one of your fears by sitting down with me in an interview to do this podcast, because I know that you are going to bring encouragement, hope, and and courage to the people who are listening. So thanks again for being here today. Well, thank you. It was a blessing and a joy. Thank you for being with us again for this No Fear podcast. Please join us for this and our other daily podcasts throughout this COVID-19 crisis at fbcsanantonio.org or the FPC app. Until next time, I'm Bob Fuller of First Presbyterian Church of San Antonio, Texas. Be not afraid. God is real. Jesus is alive and the Holy Spirit is with us. God loves you. He has a plan and purpose for your life. He has a position for you on his team and a place for you at his table.